Okay, welcome back to Rock Hard Caucus. I believe this is episode 93. Have you been keeping track, Stella? What number are we on? Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> Never. <laughs> all right, well, I'm Justin, and I'm here with Stella. We've got something special lined up for tonight. Um, I know that people who listen to our program are interested in labor rights, the labor movement, workers, and their relationship with their bosses, stuff like that. And uh, tonight we're joined by a member of the bakery, confectionery, tobacco workers, and grain millers union, local 100G, who are on strike. Uh, ingredient workers are on strike in Cedar Rapids right now. And uh, to talk to us about it tonight, we've got Chris Eby. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Justin and Stella. I appreciate uh, giving the opportunity to talk to you. Did I get everything right there? It's uh, bakery, you, confectionery, tobacco worker, <laughs> grain miller, right? Yeah, it's a mouthful, but you got it exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, um, you know, I guess, why are you on strike? You've been on strike for about a month now, and uh, what's going on? Well, our uh, contract expired at 7 a.m. on August 1st this year. And uh, so our members rejected a contract, the company's offer, which they say to this day out in public, they offered a really good one, but I've never seen, I've been there 31 years. I've never mm -hmm. seen a contract get rejected by 100%. Not a single oh, wow. person voted to accept the contract. Now that should tell the company something, but listen, let's get down right to it. The striking issues. So people know, and yeah. uh, one of them, of course, you know, is wages and, uh, the company here, I mean, this is unique year with inflation and everything else, prices going up. Mm -hmm. And uh, the company's telling us that, or telling the public, they're giving you 3.5% to 7% wages. Well, that's not true. Actually, they're valuing our current jobs at $4 under what we make now. And so these 3.5% payouts, or wage increases, they're actually payouts, one-time payouts. You know, until and you'll sit at your current wage until the either the end of the contract, which they're proposing four years, or until their wage scale makes it above it. Now, at the end of four years, there's going to be several employees that that uh, actually their wage for what they do now, same exact job, will be worth less. Wow. Right. Yeah. So, so this is this this is just absolutely false you know i mean we're going to have nine employees that are going to instantly drop i believe uh three dollars just the way their uh structure is and they say that that's the market value that's not the market value um it doesn't match any of the companies that are around it doesn't match even their own plants you know like in kansas city what they value they said they use indeed.com I mean, I guess I've never used it, but if that's what they're using, <laughs> I don't know I'm going to use it ever. <laughs> so so in, Indeed.com is telling them to pay you less? Is that? How I guess that's what they're saying. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what jobs they're looking at, you know. <laughs> is they put this broad thing in there where, uh, um, you know, probably type in manufacturing. Wasn't mm -hmm. it a decade ago or something, and they were trying to include fast food and manufacturing, you know. So, you know, so wages is, you know, a big issue to us but it goes beyond that um health insurance company uh wants to put us on their health insurance they uh claim it's better and they 
just here released press statement that uh, um, to offset both the uh, premium and deductible increase uh, increases that they have um, included things items in there that the employees take advantage of that it could uh, uh, offset that. Now their items they're talking about is uh, so much for smoking sensation. Mm-hmm. Now how many employees are going to be able to take advantage of it? I mean, I'll tell you right now, I smoke. So if everybody wants to take the $300, send it my way, you know, that's a lot of gum I can chew, you know. But uh, they have a gym membership offer, you know, that you can take. And I mean, well, there's nothing wrong with it, you know, 180 bucks is not going to cover a year's worth of membership. So our insurance right now, we're in our own little pool for, there's 120 members. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I guess uh, our rating is good enough that our premiums are lower than anywhere, both for us and the company, in corporate-wide. And we feel it's better insurance. So if it's better insurance and it's cheaper for them, why change it? So that's that's another big issue, insurance. But it goes beyond that. I mean, it goes to, to time off. Uh, they want to uh, rob us of some of our vacation. They, they basically now they're introducing, uh, see, we work seven days, have a day off, work seven, have two off, work seven, have four and go back around. Okay. But we always have our guaranteed days off. And now they want to introduce language where they can say, hey, Chris, I need you to work your day off. Well, how are we supposed to uh, plan anything? You know, how, how, how are we supposed to, you know, have any time off, relax or anything else? You just can't do it. So, you know, those are some of the items we're striking on. But, you know, it goes that seniority. I'm there 31 years. You know, when you when you bid jobs in the plant, you, you know, it goes by seniority. And uh, what they're trying to say now is uh, they can pick the individuals for certain jobs. The company, it don't matter mm-hmm. what you have for seniority. Voice, you know. And I, I have to use this word because they keep putting it in their discipline as it relates to, even though it says steel and everything else for discipline, they want to use this word and it's called pilfer. And all <laughs> I can think of it, I, I kid you not. And, and I cannot, I, I just think I'm like something of a pirate or something. But yeah. so, you know, you know, Robin just, Hood. yeah, right. So just, just that, you know, for, out there a shout out for ingredient you know wants to use that word so i'm just going to tell you right now they're wanting to pilfer the union's <laughs> right to have a true say in decisions that affect our employees mm-hmm. so i you know you gotta forgive me i write you know some some of the notes down but uh those are there, there's a lot more you know to it they want to come in and they want to write or rewrite our entire contract you know uh i've done a lot of the different offices in this union for over 13 years and a typical contract you expect some hard issues a couple on each side it's a give and take this is a tire rewrite of a contract mm-hmm. and our members just say no i think i already mentioned you've been on strike for about a month but i don't think i mentioned that chris you are on the bargaining committee right that's correct yeah so you've been seeing you've been seeing the back and forth on this or has there been a back and forth it seems like they haven't been negotiating very much with you well 
I guess you're talking about uh, back and forth. If, if uh, you know, we're trying to resolve some issues and you're just getting surface bargaining on the other side. We've mm-hmm. met a mm, little over maybe 20 days and uh, we, we're just not getting anywhere because company doesn't want to move any of the big issues. They want, they think they can have it all, you know, not one or two. They think they can have it all. Kind of, we're we're sitting on a standstill, waiting for them to call us back. You know, uh, we a couple of weeks ago we had uh, bargaining uh, scheduled for three days because they said that they were ready to move. It was clear mm-hmm. that first day when we got in there, they had no intention, and uh, we said, you know, call, give us a call back when you're re- actually ready to bargain. And yeah. uh, we we haven't heard a word from. Them, you know, I think they're in there telling their employees that they're trying to get a hold of us but uh i don't think it's hard to find us just walk out the front door we're right yeah. there <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i think still and i have both driven past and honked at you guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, i appreciate that that's that, that's a great thing <laughs> so is is are is the building still operational like are they still producing are there um non-union em- employees working or any scabs that are are working in the in there today well i, I was going to use the uh, plate we're and call them uh, replacement workers but uh, you know it, uh, I'll go with scabs we're not uh, I was mean as podcast for nothing <laughs> <laughs> all right now I'm starting to like you guys so anyways uh, well what we do there in prior to this strike is we process corn all right mm-hmm. and uh, then out of our corn you know, we'll produce starches for the paper and textile industry. We produce uh, glues and paste for like corrugated cardboard and uh, a lot of animal with our byproducts, animal feeds. So, I mean, that's what we produce. Right now, they have a lot of their management in there working 12-hour days, but they brought mm-hmm. up uh, bus loads, you know, of uh, replacement workers. And... Uh, I think the only thing they're making right now is truckload after truckload of stuff that's going out and being dumped at the waste plant. You can oh. actually see it. We we you, we got lots of videotape, and it's truckload after truckload. They're bringing in suction trucks, sucking up stuff. They follow them out to the waste plant, watch them watch them dump it. You know. Oh my gosh. Uh, I think they've counted. This was day twenty five or something, but they counted the amount of rail cars going out. And it had been like 10 for 25 days. We put out, you know, more than that a day. And my understanding is they're uh, sucking that stuff off a lot of their cars out there, too. So are they producing? Well, just like at the table, you know, you look at the stacks and they're blowing a lot of smoke. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, it sounds like they're just trying to make the appearance like the business is still functional while you guys are striking, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, this isn't the first strike for me. In uh, 2004, we were out for uh, 78 days on strike. Oh, wow. And as, as bad as that contract was, this is the worst one I've ever seen. And in uh, back in 2004, they uh, said that they were at full, full production. You know, the president came across the street, told the press that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took us over seven years to uh, bring back all their product that they paid to store in a warehouse to reprocess it for them. 
I wanted to ask you something about the the health insurance thing. So yeah, you said that your current uh, insurance is better for you guys and cheaper for everyone involved. And yeah. to to switch over to what Ingredion is proposing would be worse coverage for you and also more expensive for you and for them. Right, because you pay. You know, we pay a twenty percent, uh, you know, copay on the premium, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you're talking you know, 500 bucks or something, you know, a year or whatever, but it's, it's Mm -hmm. still more expensive. And of course that's our share, you know, that's 20%. And so it just shows you it's more expensive, but the deductibles are higher. That's, that's the fact. They just want to, what they call, you know, do it corporate wide, but it's, we're not all cookie cutter and, and and they know that, you know, and if they want a corporate wide, bring them our insurance. It yeah. sounds like it'd be better, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. I read in, uh, there was an article, I think, that KCRG just published where they were speaking with a ingredient representative who said, well, the most of those costs are really just going to be affecting the families that are on the insurance, <laughs> as if that's better. Like, oh, it's just going to affect people with families and dependents. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Forget the kids; they that don't matter, you know. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and you also mentioned, in when we were talking about wages, uh, something about a payout versus a wage increase. So, is this sort of like a bonus? Like they give you a, a lump sum one time? Yeah. It's, well, it's a lump sum payment, but you're right. You know, the way they pay it and the way taxes work, it'll probably be paid as a bonus. Uh, which means, you know, it's taxed at twice the rate, but, but absolutely correct. It's, it's a lump sum and it's based on like your wage for the year, but, but it, it's, it's your straight wages. It's not any overtime or anything like that, that they're going to take it off. of. Okay. And that's, that's in lieu of giving you a wage increase at all. You would stay at the same rate. You would stay at the same rate until depending on your on the job titles or positions got above it right and then you would make that rate so there'll be a year on some of the grades that maybe they get seven cents higher later on like you know three years or whatever so you get seven cents an hour which would be less than a three and a half Mm -hmm. and then remember these are lump sums but the lump sums go away at the end of the contract then you're stuck with the wage scale they have which some of the jobs are lower and yet ingredient will sit send out a message to the media and say well they have an opportunity these employees to step up better themselves and skills because all they're doing is causing they're the same manufacturing jobs right now we're just flat uh, job rate across for all jobs so then they're going to put, you know, some different pay grades in, which is what we had prior to Ingredion coming in. Uh, and so they're talking about, a lim- you know, a certain limited amount of jobs that we're already doing now, but you can have skills, you know, you can improve your skills. <laughs> it sounds on, like you, you don't quite buy that. <laughs> well, that kind of thing I, you know, always, like, who does that benefit? Like, that benefits the company. Like, they, <laughs> the skills that you're building are there at your job. Like, it's not like they're doing this because they're benevolent and they, like, are looking out for, like, they're, they care about your your education in this one field, like they benefit from you doing that extra work and taking on extra responsibility. 
So the fact that they're like framing it like you, this is your opportunity. That is so slimy. <laughs> that's, you know, that's what it is. It's uh, it's like, well, you're not getting a raise this year, but you're getting, uh, you know, a plaque on the door type of uh, scenario. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't value that very highly. <laughs> Tell you what, you know. I'd rather them not even know my name at this point. <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm just a number, a clock number. But uh, you know, and that goes to you made Stella, you made a good point that uh brings up uh, where they're talking about the seven and a half percent wage increase for some employees. Well, Ingredion came in in two thousand fifteen. They took over for Penford products mm-hmm. and they created a mess because they created what's called a two-tier wage schedule, which means employees hired after, you know, a certain year, like 2015, would make approximately 84% of the wages what what current employees make. Mm -hmm. Now, we tried to tell them, because during then I was actually at the negotiation table, and uh, I tried to tell them, you're going to have a problem with that. You're, you know, people are going to come here and they might get some job experience, but they're going to leave because yeah. most of these plants around here don't have it. Well, now it's actually in their wage, their their proposal to get rid of those wage tiers over four years, because believe it or not, it came to fruitation. They can't, you know, they, they can't keep employees here because they're paying less and they can't get a higher wage. So that's where this higher wage comes in you know i mean and your viewers or your listeners need to know that that that's where the seven and a half percent is but it benefits them i mean there's no doubt it'll benefit the the members of of us that are down there but you're talking about 22 members right now and they want to do it over four years instead of just now and uh you're talking 22 members and nine of them because they couldn't get people to fill specific jobs they had to create we had to make an agreement with them that these nine people to fill those jobs would get the higher wage increase mm-hmm. during this contract. Well, that's expired. Okay. And so they want to take those nine people down to the lower scale and then let them stair step back up. <laughs> well, they would just leave, right? <laughs> well, I don't know what they do. I'm, I'm guessing, you know, as the strike goes along, they're already, they're complaining they're having a hard time hiring people. Well, uh, I think they're going to have to hire more because I know that the uh, uh, companies around here are having the same issue. You know, if you look nationally, uh, you know, these, these companies are having a hard time finding employees. Yep. And they're going to get experienced employees. You're going to have a lot of them leave, especially the ones. Most of them don't have pensions here anymore. You know, yeah. Uh they don't have the vacation that I have, the things like that. A lot of them are probably going to be asking themselves, why should I stay here? Mm-hmm. You mentioned that they might be able to like, basically tell you as well when you had planned to have a day off, you know, working seven days straight, that, <laughs> that can be exhausting. Um mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit more? So when that happens, if they told you that you had a day, a planned day off, and now you need to come in, they're not going to pay you extra for that. Are they going to pay you overtime or anything like that? Or is that just, you'd have to do it? 
the well you'd have to do it right right yeah uh, and 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 of course if you don't show up you know you're going to be on the uh, points system or discipline now mm-hmm. would you get paid extra sure it depends on on how it plays out you know because we have time and a half after so many hours okay mm-hmm. so but you take a day off or something during the week you know then maybe it changes that now after this this uh podcast with you the the company's going to come out and they're going to say well he's forgetting to say that uh, they offered alternative (laughs) schedules you know so so they they are wanting to insert these uh 12 hour shifts you know kind of like uh you know maybe you work two have two off work three type Mm -hmm. of thing you know because they're trying you work the same amount of hours but they're trying to tell you have more days off Mm-hmm. But the thing with that is I've never seen, and I've been in, you know, this industry for a long time, a 12-hour a type of schedule where people didn't work more than what they work now. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, um, the only way, instead of four hours overtime, that's how they fill jobs now. So if you have somebody off on a shift, they'll have the prior shift, stay over four hours, bring somebody in mm-hmm. four hours. So, you you know, you work 12 hours, it's covered, you know. Guys still got to stay off. Well, here, they're not going to be able to do it if people work 12-hour shifts. So what are people going to have to do? They're going to have to work their day off. And uh, they're, they want to take, you know, to offset things, take certain pay structures and things. But you're not going to get the days off you plan. Yeah, the... The the battle here I see is like, do you get to have your own life or are you, <laughs> do you belong to the company, basically? Like, how much of your life is your own? Well, you know, that's just it. You know, with the, the uh, saying about, you know, uh, being forced to shop at the company store because, you know, that's what it's going to be anymore. Other than what you, what they're giving you in the contract, which at this point in time is very little everything's based on their decision and no you know yeah. uh they want to cross train you on more jobs so right now i know one job okay the job i picked i've been there 31 years mm-hmm. they want me to cross train on up to three more jobs now why do they want to do that because they can't cover people for the days off and the amount that they come. They've yeah. got places in, you know, in greedy on corporate wide that do it. So they know what's going to happen. So they're going to have, you know, they want me to know more jobs so I can work more days off. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're struggling to hire people to do those jobs. And anytime a company gets people to know more jobs and can make them uh, work their days off, what do you think happens to the staffing levels? Definitely decreases, right? It decreases because why <laughs> Why would you keep the staffing level if I can make you yeah. work your days, make other people work their days off? Yeah, it's cheaper to, you know, have fewer people working longer and doing more work. <laughs> <laughs> well, they gave us for, you know, for our memberships, you know, there's this to vote, you know, contract vote. I mean, you know, the sheet of paper with all the different changes on it. However, I would tell you when we're sitting at the table the last day um, before we're getting ready for the contract vote, they brought out just something that was a single page highlighted things. And uh, we said, what's this? We can't present it to our members. Well, anything, 
They said they actually had nerve to say anything else be too complicated, <sighs> too complicated for our members, <sighs> right? So no, we said no. You print it all out for us. Yeah. Too oh complicated. That's how they feel about their employees. Yep. Right now, I I, I tell you, we had we read the whole thing to our members. The uh, <laughs> we had to stave off uh, everybody standing up, and they wanted to vote when we we're just a page or two into it. They want to turn it down. <laughs> so we had to make sure it all get read so yeah. everybody knew what was in there. But there was, you know, a, a lot of let's vote now. Yeah, wow, how, okay. has, how has morale been on the picket line? How are people feeling 30 days out? It, I mean, it, it's great. It's it's strong out there, you know. Yeah. When I pass by them, you know, you know, there's, there's smiles on their faces as it relates to, you know, talking to them. We're so like segregated, like in our own areas now hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, all these new guys, I barely knew any of them. Now I know almost all of them. That's cool. You know, people that ain't talked in years get to talk almost every day. <laughs> so it's actually, it's, it's making us stronger, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's worries at home uh, as each day amounts, right? Because we're not getting paychecks, but it's not change the resolve if anything it's hardened the resolve you know they're in for the long haul here 2004 was 78 days yeah they this company could have learned from the history of what it is for both iowa cedar rapids and i'll add their uh bctgm 100 g how we feel about being disrespected yeah well, being without your regular paycheck for a month now, it's got to be uh, difficult. Have you seen a lot of uh, community support, people chipping into, I know there's a GoFundMe. Have you seen a lot of people helping out with that? Oh, sure. I mean, you know, it's 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 been great, all right? As more and more, like, just talking to you guys and the message gets out, you know, the community's just really been uh, rallying around us whether it's, you know, coming down and honking it, as you've done when you've gone by and, mm-hmm. and uh, or picketing with us, uh, the go, the BCTGM 100 G GoFundMe, uh, drop off checks down, at the, you know, at the line or, or uh, out, send it to the Hawk Area Labor Council. There's so much uh, food and water and things like that. I mean, it's 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 just been wonderful, you know, and we have uh, so much labor support, community support, political support. And we have a, a, a great restaurant that's across the street from the plant. And uh, they've just been so wonderful. You know, they uh, allow members to go in, cool down from the heat, use the restroom. We use their parking lot uh, behind there to, you know, to stage like our trailer and supplies and things like that. So we couldn't ask for more. That's great. Yeah. All the assistance we can get, the the better. You know, I mean, we just need uh, the community and, you know, those out there that can to just, if they can help a little, it'd be wonderful. There was one more thing I wanted to ask you about. the. So your union was, uh, the nationally, they were involved in the strikes last year at uh, Frito-Lay, Nabisco, and Kellogg's, I think were the big ones. I guess how much have those strikes influenced your local to reject this contract like is that has that influenced like the 
the willingness to reject Ingredion's contract, or was it just so bad that it would have happened regardless? Well, I think, you know, when you're talking about those uh, strikes in general, you know, they they reflect a uh, just a natural feeling right now out mm-hmm. there nationally that uh, w- workers are just tired of it. They're tired of uh, doing more and more and not getting uh, respected for it not getting rewarded for it. We're, so many millions of workers out there, including us during COVID, were labeled essential workers needed mm-hmm. to come in. But as far as like Kellogg's and all of them, that had no influence on our members. You know, it was this contract. Yeah. What's it, you know, all politics, you know, affect home, right? Mm-hmm. And so, no, I, I think people were voting for their families you know mm. uh for for their members that they work with and and for the future ones that come after us yeah and especially when these companies are posting like record profits for them to come to you with a contract that is disrespectful to tell you that you wouldn't understand it i mean mm-hmm. that is just just outrageous so well i i did have to think i you know I, I did have to think for a little while what pilfering was, you know. <laughs> I, I I did, you know. But uh, no, I mean it is, and and as far as profitability goes, oh, I mean they they filed here in February an SEC report, you know, expecting seven to nine percent growth in revenue. All right, earnings per share. To be greater than seven dollars. Now, the amount of shares they have out there is sixty-six million shares, and in their last filing, um, they're actually beating their expectation on earnings per share. Wow! Mm-hmm. Right? So they have it to give. They just don't don't want to compensate you. Uh, they don't want the you to be cut in on the yeah the increases <laughs> there. <laughs> right. Well, and 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 the funniest thing is, it is you know as. Every government report you have to do or yearly uh, filing, you know, you you got to add in uh, risks that may uh, affect your ability to earn. Yeah. And I kid you not, so I, I, I just read it right here. One of the risk factors to reaching that profitability is their profitability could be negatively impacted if they fail to maintain satisfactory labor relations. <laughs> well... <laughs> Check that one off. <laughs> there, there's an eyebrow razor, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh they're certainly gosh. losing money right now, you know. So yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully they they find it in their best interest to uh to make some better deals with you guys and get back to producing. <laughs> well, it is, you know, and it's even greater than that because right now you have uh, again replacement workers. Right, yeah. and uh they they're inexperienced right mm-hmm. i mean they're paying them more than what they're paying us to go in there and you know we found the agency that uh <laughs> is hiring them of course and not only they're paying them higher they're paying for the hotels they're you know oh their gosh. transportation daily yeah. stipend but one of the requirements is they had to be able to listen and communicate so, okay. um, pretty complicated. 
And <laughs> the, the, uh, the thing with that, though, is there is safety concerns and environmental concerns. Mm. Uh, in 1919, this plant or the, the location of it, it, it was called Douglas Starch Works, you know, later became Penford and then Ingredient. They had, mm. a, they had a small fire, cornstarch fire, and it created, it, it exploded, yeah. all right? It killed 43 workers, according to Cedar Rapids Gazette, injured 30 others. Now, across the river, poor little kid sitting on his couch got thrown from it and killed. All right. They felt that the impact of that explosion for mile. Now, today's age, with chemicals the way they are, some of the chemicals we have in there, the destructive damage that can be done is much greater than what it was in 1919. Now, with experienced workers and knowing how to take care of things, the risks are minimal. But if they can't make good product right now, which is evident by dumping dumping stuff to the sewer, we've uh, seen ambulances uh, more often than what we should going in there. Really? Uh, Yeah. What do you think is going on there? I, I, don't, I, I just worry about that. I, I worry about, yeah. uh, you know, whether we'll even have jobs to go back to when it's done. You know, we could get a contract, but will we have a plant left? Wow. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about the, you know, dangers of, of your job. Obviously, you know, all kinds of factory jobs and stuff have, have risks. Is that Does that really factor into the negotiations? Like, Shouldn't you be compensated more highly because of the potential risks involved? Well, yeah, I mean, and that's you know that goes to the whole contract structure with the with the pay, the being able to have your days off to recoup, recuperate. You know, uh, actually, the union having a a say in what policies how it affects the employees. You know, those all things affect in safety. You know. Yeah, yeah. And so it makes it makes a big difference. Now, I do not know how you can say they're paying us for that when they're actually valuing us the starting value uh, up to four dollars less than what we make now. That's certainly not paying for it. You know, I don't know what else to say to that. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. 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 Uh, Stella, I know Chris keeps using this big word. I just wanted to make sure you were uh, kept up on what this is. Pilfer means uh, steal. And then in parentheses, it says uh, typically things of relatively little value. So it's stealing, but okay, not, thank you not for a lot ex- of stealing. Thank you for explaining that for my woman brain to comprehend. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I feel like I should get a pen and paper and write it down. <laughs> well, since it keeps oh, coming man. up, uh, has there been a lot of pilfering? What are they worried about there being pilfered from Ingredion? Uh, I, you know, to be honest with you, I, I have no clue. You know, in, in the contract just expired, you know, we have uh, plant rules, you know, and, and disciplinary procedures. And together they're, um, you know, tiny book about this big and, you know, there are three pages, right? And of course, 
the disciplines say it's not an all-inclusive list. However, the company's mm-hmm. proposal makes no sense. Has, is uh, I think the first time it came out, it was uh, seven letter-sized pages, and uh, we'd look through it. And to be honest with you, you get tired looking through it because uh, rule one or say rule three, 19 and 25 were the exact same thing, you know, <laughs> and we tell them that and they say they come back. Well, fantastic. What about when uh, rule 11 and rule 17 are the same, you know, and it just goes like that. And, and so, you know, we wrote a counter proposal for them. Okay. And we gave it to him, and we figured it covered everything. We 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 didn't use the word perf- a pilfering because, to be honest with you, in our current contract, the word uh, steal is already in it, you know. <laughs> and uh, so we gave it to him, and uh, we think that covered everything they wanted. Mm-hmm. They came back with us. Uh, human resource manager was uh, very proud of himself because he he specifically told us that he kept it to four pages. <laughs> now, now what he did was he took all those rules, you know, that he had that we had removed because they were already in there. And he just mm-hmm. added them along to the to the lines of the other rules. Oh my and God. however, to, to fit it on four pages, he took your regular margins of the pages <laughs> and moved them out to the very end. <laughs> and told us it was four pages. Yeah. What's the oh word count, gosh. buddy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They, there you go. You know, uh, of course, this is coming from the same guy that has told us more than once when he's talking about one of their proposals. Well, I'm not sure if it's in your guys's contract. Now, he's been there three and a half years. Isn't that his job? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, I it baffles me. But. He said that he has had a hard time understanding our contract. So maybe that's where it comes from. And he just wanted to make it simpler for everybody else. Yeah. Well, if it's too complicated for him, it, it has to be too complicated for you guys. Oh, no, I wouldn't say that. You know, it, you, you know that you go out to anywhere and it's usually the, you know, the workers are the ones that uh, yeah. make place work. You know, well, yeah, you do the job. You know how it works. You can read a few exactly. words about it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, while we're on that, it'd probably lead into, you know, talking about, uh, you know, a little bit of an FYI uh, t- to you that uh, last year, 2021, Ingridion got awarded for the eighth year in a row, uh, one of the most ethical companies. Okay. I I did see something about that. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that great? Really? Right? Yeah. yeah. They're, 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 let me, let me, <laughs> you know, let's, let's ponder that for a minute. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, you know, it, 2015 was the first negotiations ingredient had with DCTG and 100 G. Okay. They weren't there to bargain. They uh, were there to rewrite the whole contract. Mm-hmm. So I filed labor charges back in 2015 with them. Now, they were found guilty of violating multiple acts of the National Labor Relations Law. So Ingredion, like any company I suppose would do, exercised all their appeal options. Mm-hmm. So it was just last year, 2021, <laughs> 2021, and they stood out in that parking lot because of COVID, 
And they had to get up there and say, we violated the law. We won't do it again. They had to do this. They had to post that everywhere in the plant. We violated the law. We won't do it again. Then there was $600,000 in back pay settlement that they had to do. Okay. Now it's 2022. One year removed from that. Here we are again. You know, the unions had to file multiple uh, labor charges again, right? And they're lying to their employees. They're lying to the public. You know, mm-hmm. I just showed you, in, you know, or gave examples in the statistics when they try to say they're giving wage increases, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, I don't know. It made me think of Mark Twain's uh, quote that he popularized. And he said, there's three kinds of lies. Lies, damned lies, and statistics. <laughs> and uh, the thing with that is, you know, the verdict's in, and ingredients guilty all three. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I really question, is that ethics? But, you know, when you have money, you can buy everything. I guess you can buy ethics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to ask, you know, who's making these decisions about who... Uh, gets the most ethical company award and what's their competition so maybe everyone else is just worse yeah yeah or maybe it's just uh one of those you know organizations that you know uh they're paid memberships but uh, they're buying you know i mean you could look it up maybe it was down to ingredient and the puppy kicking factory which company (laughs) is more ethical i guess we got to give it to ingredient (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I I really don't know now. I, I'd go with the puppies at, <laughs> at this point in time. <sighs> well, Stella's got a soft spot for dogs, so. Yeah, I was just gonna say, just so you know, I'm not condoning puppy kick. You know, so. <laughs> we we thought we got you on that one. <laughs> no, I'm gonna put that in there right now. You know. Yep. Hopefully, this record. don't become a political ad and that part's cut out you know how they you see those yeah well i won't be cutting it but i can't make any guarantees about uh you know the ingredient uh audio editors the (laughs) oh that's all right you know i think they know my statements ingredient i'd be happy to give them to them anytime nice yeah (laughs) and if it's that human resources guy i think he'll get much too overwhelmed i don't think he could do it so (laughs) 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 well it's it's not that hard to figure it out you know what we want we want a contract that allows us to feed and shelter our families we want a contract that allows us to contribute to the economics of the community and most of all We want a contract that recognizes and values their employees and the work that we do. I think it's pretty simple, but, you know, what can I say? We've been pilfered from it. (laughs) That all costs money, Chris. It's got to come from somewhere. (laughs) So how can folks, you mentioned, um, you know, they go fund me and honk in their horns how else would you recommend folks can can continue to support you going forward? Well, like I said, you know, there's multiple ways, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, bringing uh, 
supplies down, you know, that we can distribute to families, whether it's food, you know, personal care items, uh, sending things to Hawkeye Labor Council, it'll get to us, you know, even support letters, you know, um, to us. And one of the things that, you know, that I expect out of the two of you is, you know, when we get off the podcast here, you look up the Cree uh, on website and uh, send uh, their CEO who just got, you know, a couple million dollar bonus, just uh, mm. s- send him an email to, hey, to, to get over here and negotiate, you know. You got it. Yeah. I can yeah. do that. I love sending emails. Hey, you know, and if you need more, um, anybody wants to get a hold of the Hawkeye Labor Council or get a hold of us or come down, you know, be free to hand out some some emails, a few, uh, you know, uh, corporate bigwigs for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a great idea for our listeners because they all love harassing people on the internet, so... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's today's day and age, and 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 you know, I do want to give a a shout out, uh, you know, to our fellow brothers, you know, out in California, corn nuts. They they went on strike. They're experiencing a very similar thing that uh, that we went through in 2015. So mm-hmm. um, more and more are going on strike, but uh, you know, they're pretty localized on the reasons for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, solidarity with the corn nuts. Um, I will include uh, the GoFundMe link, uh, any other links I find. I've got like a list here that somebody with your local made of like four things you can do to help the strikers. I'll include that link with the episode here. Um, Before we go, Chris, do you think anyone at Ingredion will be listening to this? Uh, You know, I think uh, that's a yeah. We know that... uh, uh, you know, we, we've, we've been told already by them, you know, they're monitoring social media. I mean, come on, they're, you know, right now, uh, they're taking pictures of, of us every day. They're uh, <laughs> driving down the streets and taking pictures of our, our vehicle's license plates. Uh, oh my gosh. So if you don't think that uh, they won't, uh, you know, get a hold of this. Well, then I guess you're not doing your job at that point in time, right? Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> I think Stella will get it there. She'll, she'll del- deliver them a copy right to their hand. There you go, yeah. yeah. Maybe bring them a USB drive, Stella, right? <laughs> hey, careful with that. You know, uh, we were told, you know, that uh, they weren't sure they could send us all because that Mark Crinkle, the human resource manager, could uh, only send up to like uh, – Three files a day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to clog up the works with our big audio yeah. files. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, it, it, it's it's just truly amazing, right? You know, in this day and age. And, uh, you know, if they want to negotiate what they want now, you know, we have some tentative agreements. You know, I tell you what, FYI ingredient. You know, let's go with the tentative agreements that we have. Keep the rest of the contract the same because maybe neither one liked it, but we lived with it. Let's just get on to talking about wages, move on, get this settled, get people back to work and actually make something there at that plant. I mean, it'd be simple as that, right? But uh, they think they can have it all. And negotiations is not a a one side takes everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, to any uh, ingredient execs or any of their like anti-labor lawyers that they have, uh, I guess 
the message to you now is it sounds like the ball's in your court. So, you know, maybe just maybe just negotiate a little bit and things will be okay in a few weeks, right? <laughs> Do the right thing. Live up to yeah. your most ethical company title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, understand Iowa, understand Cedar Rapids, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, they their corporation, you know, Westchester, Illinois, you know, they have a lot of these plants in these bigger cities, you know. And uh, even there, they have a hard time sometimes filling jobs. Well, how, how many millions of people Chicago got? Yeah. yeah. Right? And then how many people the Cedar Rapids have and they can't fill it? So you want to go down on wages and you're already having trouble. It just don't make sense. Just make it but more again, trouble. Things stretching, are complicated. Stretching your employees too thin. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's a shame. Well, Chris, thank you for uh, giving us some context here, showing us what's going on with the strike. Um, I, I'm sure people listening to this will be eager to support you. So I, I appreciate the uh, the opportunity to talk about this for a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, and thank you, too, so much, you know, and I, I just got to say, you guys, you know, your your podcast just got a great, awesome, you know, an awesome name. I love it, you know. <laughs> thank so, you. You know, <laughs> you know, rock hard, you know. <laughs> and, and, and I will tell you, you know, all my committee members there, you know, uh, you got Ray Tabor, Mike Moore, this president, and uh, Ryan Hookie. Uh, they've done a wonderful job. Our members have done a wonderful job, but uh, I couldn't get a single person to come on to uh, Iowa's meanest podcast. With me. <laughs> you're the bravest. You're scared of us. <laughs> yeah, you're... <laughs> we honor your courage, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, and with that, I guess we'll sign off. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Ooh.